0: All right, Antioch Austin uh, family, man, this is going to be a little bit of a different vibe. Um, We're just going to be having uh, a conversation together. This is not at all going to be edited or polished, um, but we really see this as an opportunity for us to stay connected in this very unique time uh, that we are in the middle of with this COVID-19 crisis. Um, And and you know what? I, I think the thing that's been stirring in me is that it's so important that we not just Uh, are vigilant and prepared uh, and being very respectful of all of the different regulations and guidelines that are being set out in front of us by our leadership and the government, both locally and nationally. Uh, But also, we need to be responding rightly in our hearts. And and the phrase that has come to mind is this changes everything, uh, but this also does not change a single thing. And what I mean by that is I don't think life will be back to quote-unquote normal for a really, really long time. I mean, this this changed everything, right? I mean, as of yesterday, uh, now they're saying, hey, don't get in groups larger than 10. I mean, uh, there are some nations in the world right now that are in full-on quarantine, and there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, that might even happen uh, for us in the future. Like, man, life as we know it will be Different. That that's just that's just a fact. At least for the next couple of months, at least. And you know, right when we're in the middle of this, you can go like, "Wow, this nothing is the same." But what about all those promises that God spoke to us? I mean, even for our church, I mean, we had so many mega promises that were spoken about things to believe for. We launched into this forty days of prayer and fasting, really hoping, man, like God with full expectation. Jesus, you want to do something amazing in our city, and God really spoke to me as I was kind of really weighing that tension of like, man, we can't even meet corporately. God, you're speaking all this stuff about all that you had in store for us as a church and even the faith goals that we had for Easter of 100 new salvations and 1,200 people gathering and just looking at that going, man, realistically, that's probably not going to happen the way that we thought it was going to happen. I mean, this changes everything. But then the Lord just reminded me again, like, but it changes nothing. Those promises still stand. Everything that God spoke, he spoke knowing what we didn't know. Everything that God even spoke to you, He knew what you now know. And and, and so the promises remain the same. like Nothing has changed in God's heart, intent, and how we're supposed to believe and have expectation in this season. And and so my encouragement for all of us is like, hey, let's not stop or slow down or shrink what we're expecting God's going to do in this season. I mean, yes, things are going to look different. It's a fact, like there there are things that we're having to figure out, new things that we're having to try to lean into, but that doesn't change how we're believing God, how we're expecting God to move, and even what we're expecting to see in our personal lives. And so even in the midst of all of the chaos and all of the voices and all of the noise that we're hearing, let's not forget the simple things that God told us to believe for and pray into in this season of prayer and fasting and i just want to encourage everybody we've got jesus hour happening monday to friday now and it's happening online streaming we're going to do some creative things where people can stay connected throughout that time even though we can't gather and and we're believing that god as we humble ourselves and pray that god will heal our land i mean let's just listen to second Chronicles 7, verse 14. This scripture is so perfect for who we are as a church and what it is that we've been doing in light of this current crisis. It says, if my people who are called by my name, and by the way, if you're wondering, that's you. You've been called by the name of God, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. And man, I'm believing that that is a promise from the mouth of God to us right now, that we are in a season of humbling ourselves and praying and seeking his face and saying, God, deal with us, transform us, remove the sin and the wickedness that is within us. And God, would you heal our land? Would you come down, forgive us and move on our behalf? You know, you've probably heard this from lots of different people, lots of different ways, but the truth is, is that this is not just a crisis, this is an opportunity, and I don't fully get it. I don't understand it. There's so much pain, fear, loss that's happening right now. There's so much chaos, and um, there's just a lot of uncertainty that is in the air, but I do believe that it is in the moments of great need globally where the church can experience so much breakthrough locally, and, and, and let me break that down for you. The globe is in need of a savior. The globe is in need of a supernatural touch that can bring a peace that surpasses understanding, and it's an opportunity for us locally to be Jesus where we are, to be Jesus with your family to be Jesus with your kids, to be Jesus when you're at the grocery store and you see the fear and panic in people's eyes, to smile at them with hope and faith and expectation, to ask people how they're doing, to lean in and say, hey, how can I pray for you? So many people I'm running into, just a simple invitation, hey, can I pray for you? You seem a little stressed out. That act of faith and hope and peace in the middle of the storm does more than we can even imagine. And so what we're believing for in this time is that we hang on to the promises that God's given us. This changes everything, but this also doesn't change anything. So don't allow the things that you've been believing for to shrink in the midst of now things look different. Yeah. Life's going to be different for a little while. That's cool. But at the same time, let's not get Duped into thinking that that means that god wants us to believe different live different No, this is our opportunity to be who god has called us to be We believe we're called to thrive in exile Um, and and as we're all (laughs) in our homes and, and trying to figure out, man, like what do we do with our kids for like two weeks, probably coming on three weeks when everything is closed. All right. Like, I don't know about you, but you're like, yo, I mean, there's only so many crafts that we can do in the Griffin house before we run out of ideas. But as we're all in the middle of those fights and all in the middle of those struggles, let's keep the main thing, the main thing. And we're going to find hope and joy and peace, not in ignoring the problem, but to leaning into God in the problem, because I believe that the church in crisis is exactly where the church is supposed to be. This is our finest hour. We're going to thrive in this moment. You're going to thrive in this moment. God's given you a spirit of hope and life and a sound mind and self-control. He has not given you a spirit of fear. And so as we lean in understanding, oh yeah, everything is different. Let's also not believe different this changes everything, but at the same time, this doesn't change anything. Hey, we're going to be right back at this. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, we're going to know. We're just going to keep the information and the conversation flowing uh, as we move forward.